Hello, hello, hello. This is Diane from dianeabroad.com, my very first podcast. So happy to be here. I'm in Asheville, North Carolina, visiting my friend Constance Vlahoulis. Constance Vlahoulis, and I will be doing a second podcast in the next couple days talking about her art and her journey for her open art studio here in, in, uh, in the hills of North Carolina. Again, Diane from dianeabroad.com. My very first podcast. I'm excited. I hope it sounds pretty professional. I look forward to hearing from you about it. You can email me at Diane, D-I-A-N-N, at Diana Broad. And remember, it's D-I-A-N-N-A-B-R-O-A-D. I'm going to tell you a little bit today just about myself, sort of as an introduction um, and and um, I look forward to hearing from you. But I'm I'm really this um, I take on in a new role as a solo traveler. In January last, just last year, January of 2016, after selling my house, my car, and all my worldly possessions except my guitar, my tennis racket, and a few pieces of clothing that fit nicely in a medium-sized suitcase, I began my lifelong dream of traveling the world. The travel bug had latched onto me as early as in the fifth grade. Remember studying Chile in the fifth grade? I do. It was the land of extreme terrain and beautiful colors and the culture and just a wonderfully group of homogeneous people. That travel bug bite remained secure throughout my life despite my choice to decline reluctantly an opportunity to work overseas for the FBI right after high school. I just knew my dad wouldn't let me work outside the U.S. I mean, I had to be home at midnight. How could I go outside Hamilton, Ohio? But that travel bug, that insidious but subtle gadfly-like travel bug, nagged me throughout my career in higher education administration. And, you know, I tried to drop it off. And, you know, I tried to unlatch it a little bit by taking a brief tour through Europe. Um, Three weeks at the guest of a host family in Kyoto, Japan, golfing in Bermuda, and then quite a few trips to central Mexico. San Miguel de Ande, many of you may have been there, but all that did was just kind of make me realize that travel was what I wanted to do. Um, And so those are just a few of the outstanding uh, international jaunts over the last few years. But it was my trip to Istanbul and Cappadocia, Turkey in 2015 that was really the ultimate tipping point. That was just a fantastic trip. Uh, Three weeks with my tennis friends from St. Petersburg, Florida. But that travel bug was transformed then as a result of that turkey trip into a sweet, enthusiastic companion that just confirmed that I was a free spirit and confirmed my passion for adventure. I was ready. I not only embraced my bug, I nuzzled it and I nourished it. My journey began in earnest in January. 2016, where I went to Madeira Island, Portugal. And and then I, you know, I went all through Europe and, and Morocco. And even though I only had my guitar and my tennis racket and a few pieces of clothing, I 
quickly came to understand that I still had too much. So I had to purge even more, if you can imagine. So when I did, I saved both money and wear and tear on my neck muscles and back muscles. <laughs> but over the next 10 months and throughout 10 countries, I hiked the volcanic mountains of Madeira Island. I traversed the incredible cliffs of the Death Coast in northwestern Spain. I climbed the rocky Atlas Mountains of Morocco. I cruised the serene Dab, Dab, excuse me, Danube River in Austria. I went to the French Open where I saw Djokovic and Serena, among others. I went to the Italian Open Tennis Tournament in Rome and saw Nadal, Rafael Nadal. Oh boy, there's another podcast. And I sang and played my guitar in Spain and Italy. I rode a camel in Morocco, and I went to stunning opera performances in Lucca, Italy, and Vienna, Austria. I also walked the sacred grounds of Auschwitz in Poland, and much, much more. I learned so much about myself in these this first year, specifically that beyond taking the photos of everything that I see and then enjoying the beautiful castles and palaces in Sintra, Port- Portugal. I I just can't be, I have to, you know, it's, I'm like a type A, I have to work, I have to produce, I have to be engaged in projects. For some reason, it makes me um, feel like I'm useful. Uh, so to that end, I created dianabroad.com. It's a website that includes a blog and lots of photos chronicling my experiences. Also, there's a newsletter there. If you want to sign up for my newsletter, just to go dianabroad.com. And I completed a manuscript for my first novel with the working title now. I think the working title now is just a girl. It's a novel based loosely on my own experiences as a starting point. But then I added, you know, and enhanced and it's really fiction. Little sex, little violence, you know, you always have to have a little sex and violence and fiction. Finally, though, you know, I've been in 10 countries and last year and I and I'm heading out again uh, at the end of this month in January and going to South America for about three or four months starting in in Quito, Ecuador. But I have seen beautiful and inspirational historical sites all over Europe and breathtaking cities and villages and architecture. It's just amazing. More important though, was the opportunity I had to meet warm and loving people from a variety of countries and cultures in all walks of life. I was graced with wonderful acquaintances. And honestly, I, I have these, now I have these extraordinary relationships that I know will endure forever. So as much as I am this solo traveler, which is kind of an isolated um experience because I'm I'm usually alone. I find communities everywhere when I meet people 
in restaurants or at um, musical events or just on the corner of the street trying to cross in Warsaw, Poland. I met this woman. I was trying to cross the street and it was like all kinds of traffic and it was like six lanes and I didn't want to walk all the way down to the corner. I knew it would take me like 20 minutes and where I wanted to go was directly across the street and so I saw this woman starting to cross the street and she looked like she was a local so I crossed with her and um, we laughed and she was speaking to me in Polish and I said, you know, I just, I'm, I only understand English and she said, oh, good. She said, I was, ju I just came from Australia. Let's go get, um, let's go get some coffee at a traditional coffee house in Warsaw, which, and which we did. And um, she was delightful and I know that Elena and I will remain friends for a very, very long time because we, you know, she told me we're breaking the law and we can get arrested and be fined for crossing the street when there's not a crosswalk. So she's, I feel like Elena's my partner in crime. <laughs> anyway, meeting all these people have made all the difference. This community of people, whether it just be two of us, it's a community that is so important to me. So I turned 70 last year in Spain and had and I met some people that had a birthday party for me and we sang and played guitar and um, went to Kosovo and gave a presentation at the American University in Kosovo and Pristina Kosovo and was asked to do a long a year-long volunteer internship there with the administration which I agreed to do so now I'm in North Carolina I'll be here until the end of January I'm going to Ecuador spent three or four months in South America. I'll go back to Florida, maybe in April, and then I'm going around the 1st of May to Kosovo. You can reach me by emailing me, Diane, D-I-A-N-N, -N, at Diana Broad. Please email me. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you want to hear. Go to my website, please. Write to me. Sign up for my newsletter, and I won't overwhelm you, I promise, with uh, newsletters every day. It's probably every couple of weeks. There's no real... Uh, set time. I just do it when I think I have the time. I'm going to be doing a podcast with Constance Vlahoulis that I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast. And so I want you to watch for that. And um, this has been a pleasure, even if we haven't met. This has been a pleasure. And I, uh, I look forward to seeing you in the future on audio. And um, I'm trying to get my music up here. By the way, this music is music written for me by Rafael Javadov, who I met in 2008. And he is a, a Russian violinist, a child prodigy, who is absolutely amazing. He wrote this piece of music for me. And so that's what I'm using. It's jazz infusion. And... Um, I'm trying to get it up on my phone, so this is the challenge. Here we go. Jazz Infusion by Rafael Javadov. It's called My Little Diane. I look forward to seeing you soon on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>